T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more Crash and Fourier. On WEEI and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Is this from uh, Greg Hill, Terp, or did your mom pick this one? That was my mom. Okay. Yeah. Good, good afternoon to Mrs. Terp. Yeah. Making, hey, Mr. Terp, how you doing? Making little Justin his... Uh, yeah. his this is a new one? He's getting... Uh, Justin will go home to nice sandwiches and stuff like that. I hope hey. there's cookies. Huh. I love you for saying that. We actually had uh, my old... What a old, chubby thing to say. My old, old <laughs> producer... Uh, his uh his brother was uh, was into the ganja and used to make uh like uh pot cookies. Okay. Overrated. No, no, no. I'm agreed. Okay. Had the one of my worst experiences with those things, but it's another story for another time. But his mother came home from work for like a b- quick lunch break and recognized that there was cookies sitting out there uh on the table. Didn't know what was in them. Oh. Ate like 3 of them, went to work and was just a disaster. Was a disaster. Oh yeah. Because it hits you differently. It hits you differently. It takes longer, and the next thing you know, you eat more than you should, and then you're just a, you're just a wreck. Yeah, you got to be. Uh, I'm regular gummy edibles. Okay, you start to get into you know. There's like some of these uh, like Instagram accounts where there it's like cooking with cannabis and yeah. stuff like that. I'm not anti. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know as someone who uh, does like the the ganj. I don't know if I'd go down. Like, sit down for like a three course meal with it all interwoven in there. Oh wait, I and, don't and know all your food. No, 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 not all your food. But there are like uh, there are cannabis chefs that are out there not that chance. will like make you like a, a three or a four course and everything. They'll figure out how to get it in, like the dessert and the main course what a, what and a all disaster. that disaster. What what like it all a, depends on how a much science of it, experiment. Yeah, but it all depends on how much of it you're cooking with. Number one, like. Like, in all honesty, you could, like, do a – you can cook up a steak, right? Say, you like, a nice ribeye. Yes. I don't know what your favorite How am I going to put the cannabis in. on the steak? Well, it's funny. Salt and pepper? No, funny you say that. You can have – so have you ever had, like, a compound butter on a yeah. piece of steak? Yeah. You can get the cannabis in the compound butter. So, say you make, like, a nice ribeye or whatever – somebody could then cut you a little little nugget of that and plop it right on there and then it's all kind of yeah that that would that would bug the crap out of me that would just ruin my ribeye 
smells all nasty. No, you'd be, I think you would be surprised at at like a butter sort of deal, but no, like I I, I just I, I don't know. I don't want I don't want any of that stuff in any of my food it, to enhance like uh, not a chance in hell. And then how do you know? I feel like it's just so risky. It's like playing Russian roulette with your food. Well, that's why you got to get somebody who knows what they're doing. And and, and good I'm luck not with that. well, and I'm not like anti you know uh, caramels or cookies or whatever. But I don't know. I think I'd rather be uh, I think I'd rather be more in control of the intake, and then also have the freedom to kind of choose what I'd like to mm. eat at the same time. Because a lot of times with the cannabis infused stuff. Like, again, and I've got no real experience in it, but I would think that unless you got somebody who's really good, your menu like might chemist. be limited. Yes. Yeah, there's only so many things that Tacos you can again. do or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Tacos again. I don't, I don't know. Boy, the Twitch chat is uh, Twitch chat is all over this. Uh, I guess I'll say names because they're, they're in here with the name. John in the car, edibles overrated. Boys need to go deep and just surrender to the flow. Um, let me see here. New Jersey Seth, edibles are great, but you need to eat a lot to launch. Uh, I agree. Again, there's just <clears throat> I I get myself a nice little little glass of tequila, maybe a little margarita. I know exactly what I'm getting. Here you go. Uh the 413 Bong Appetit, a good cannabis cooking show. Like it's out there. You can find it. But uh yeah. I don't know. So anyway, so Terp makes a cookie comment. It turned into us yeah. talking about pot food. For, the way it works uh, on Getaway Day. Um, oh, shiny red ball. There's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of that. But good afternoon to Terp's mom, who's had some say in the uh, music today. And well, Don Sweeney has had his say for you, even though the trade deadline hits next Friday. Uh, Don Sweeney went out and made the big move. In comes Dmitry Orloff and Garnett Hathaway. And uh, I'll tell you, P.K. Subban, a guy who is, uh, he's transitioned very nicely to being an analyst. Boy, did he have some strong things to say about this move. Listen, at first glance, watching that trade, I mean, those are the players that they need. They they round out their bottom six players. They have a fourth-line guy now with experience who's won a Stanley Cup, who's been with, played with Stanley Cup winners uh, in Washington, who can come in and slide in with the A.J. Greers, with Nick Foligno, and their fourth-line guys, Trent Frederick. But Dmitry Orlov, this is a top-four defenseman, and you have that guy slide into an already good defensive team that can add offense. He could be your best defenseman on any night. But joining Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm, I mean, the Boston Bruins look like a team that's impossible to beat. Wow. Strong words there. Using the word looks impossible to beat. The you Boston Bruins look like a team that's impossible to beat. Ooh, I'm sure baby. I'm sure Carolina and Toronto are both kind of licking their chops right now. We got them right where we want them. We got them right. We got them. Everybody's talking about how great they are. They're reading their own press clippings. They think they've already arrived. They've already won a cup. And they're already planning the parade, right? Not this team. I don't worry about it. There's so many things that you can sit there and worry about with this team. I don't worry about it. I would actually, I think you should pile on with the impossible. I think you should pile on with what they can accomplish. I think you go into it and go, hey, how many, how many series can they sweep? That's that's what I would look at. If they don't sweep the first playoff series, then what the hell is going on? Why were they sleepwalking? Why, what what did they need to do? Did they wrap things up so early they were just so disinterested? No. They're too deep. They're too evolved. They're too mature. Young teams, those are the ones that fall into that trap. Oh, I think... Uh, Not this team. No, and with this group and the core leadership and the cause. Yeah. The cause is... 
one last ride. Maybe. Because who knows? Maybe they run it back next year if they ultimately get to the end this year. Or does that make everybody say, nope, I'm done, and just run off into their respective countries and go enjoy retirement? But the Bruins look real good, and Jake DeBrusque is back. And DeBrusque scores a goal last night. It's three and three games since he has returned. Foye, this is amazing. And I got to be honest with you. I cannot believe the numbers I'm about to read are attached to Jake DeBrusque, who halfway through the season last year, everybody was ready to just get rid of this guy. Oh, including himself. Jake DeBrusque moves up to the top line. Yeah. It's been a calendar year since the Bruins elevated him. 35 goals and 59 points in 71 games. I, I mean... When I saw that, I, it stopped me in my tracks because we don't think of Jake DeBrus that way. 35 goals in 71 games since being moved up to the first line. Yeah. You wonder how important guys like uh, Marchand and Bergeron oh, are. You elevate a guy who I think for I think a lot of Bruins fans like Jake DeBrusque. They don't love Jake DeBrusque. These are the kind of numbers to make you want to love Jake DeBrusque. Yet... If you take him away from uh, Marchand and Bergeron, I, I, not, these numbers don't hold up. No. No, and, and so it's, it, I was like waiting for you to get to it. It's like once they moved into that top line, and then I would even say he was thriving in that situation, and then, uh, and then Cassidy leaves, and then he's even better. I didn't think he had it in him. I Which didn't is, think I, he had this in him. There's so many layers. It's just that's all it took. That's all it took. Right. And now, listen, you're talking about two of some of the best to ever do it, and it's not like DeBrusque isn't skilled, but you pair him with those two guys. Like, it just, it's like playing with a, you know, a high-end quarterback or a great point guard. Like, everybody just gets better. You're expect, I think playing with Bergeron alone forces you to kind of take your job more seriously. If, no I, can just, if I can just question. play it out that way. He just forces you to be smarter, try harder, Spend more time working on your craft. Yep. Like imagine letting he just he doesn't he doesn't stand for it. One he doesn't stand for it. Two, can you imagine letting him down? Well, that's the thing. I'm glad you said that. It's really that implied pressure. Yeah, it's the oh, I'm playing with the captain. I'm playing with the top line. I'm playing with da 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 da. Yes, uh, ten dollar shake in the Twitch chat. Amazing what happens when you play with Bergie and Marshy. JD is really good. Don't get me wrong, but when you play on that line. You will thrive. Yeah. And I I never thought 35 goals in 71 games for a guy like Jake DeBrusque. I really didn't. And that nugget, uh, good job, Ty Anderson, on digging that one up. Don't forget to ask your smart speaker to play. 93.7 WEIU can listen to us anytime, anywhere on the Odyssey app. And the Celtics beat Indiana 142-138. Jalen Brown with 30. Tatum with 31. Brogdon got the 25. Um, Jalen Brown with a mask. What'd you make of it? Honestly, uh, one of the things from All-Star Weekend for you that I did want to mention was I'm kind of glad he played in the All-Star game only because he got to play with the mask. It doesn't even look like it bothers him. It doesn't, Which right? is amazing because I would think that it would screw with your vision a little bit, like your, maybe your depth perception How or something like not? that. I mean, it, or you're just bugged by it. I just like yeah. Midget, right? People are looking at me. Stop staring at me. Or you just like <laughs> if it doesn't fit perfect, does it fit? Like does it? You know, here's I have no idea. I've never had to wear one of those, but like, does it 
kind of stick to your face after a while once you get some moisture and sweat going. I, I, I have so many questions about it, but I know that if you go all the way back to what, like the early 2000s, Rip Hamilton, famous of UConn, who played for the Pistons, the guy ended up playing with it. It, it was like it, it became a comfort thing for him. Like he was the rare guy who went the other way and kept wearing it. Yeah, you know, it's um no, there's no issues. I can't believe he actually fractured his face. Like he broke his face. Well, it's Tatum pretty, broke his face. But come on, it's pretty easy to like break like an orbital bone no, no, I'm, or well, we like see knock that. A, yeah, but like his cheek, like his like his jaw, like yeah, yeah. cheek like area. The, 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 yeah, that the bone, bone, that part. Yeah, was yeah, I had to, to sing like the song. Jaw bone. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you know, it's to me the old dislocating the jaw or breaking your jaw. That is like the end all be all. But if it's orbital bone or something like that, or you know, it's not like people get cranked on the frontal lobe of their forehead and crack their skull. Well, the other thing is about that, he doesn't seem timid at all. He doesn't seem like he attacks like that thing. There's no issues. Normally, somebody has a broken whatever. They mm-hmm. just, ah, eh, they avoid contact. He get still reticent. attacks. Yeah. He just goes right at you. The guy gets after it, and uh, Jalen had a good night last night. And listen, the Celtics needed all of it to be able to get their win in overtime like they did out in Indiana. Uh, we got some football to get to next. A uh, a gaggle of football stories for us to attack, including the Patriots and bringing up the wide receiver du jour of the moment. We'll get to all that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, more Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. We've got something for you coming up on Shots for a Cure, which is Tuesday, March 7th. Big announcement. This week from Christian Fourier that Scal will be in as guest announcer. Uh, and Dana Barrows. Dana Barrows is going to be shooting. Yep. And there's uh, still one spot available. So There is one spot. The question is who gets it. Or maybe we don't even use it. 
right? Ooh, when we leave we it don't open, don't even use it. I feel like we just pretty balls. If you're not good enough and you can't bring anything to the table, I just don't feel like you have any value. Uh oh, this is gonna get crazy. Oh yeah, how many shoes you got right now? Yeah, uh, right now we have nine. So we're one short. Basically, we're one short. Is really, okay. what it is. So then, why all, all nine of you on the court for that last spot? Just shooting like crazy, trying to get as much money as you can. <laughs> We're playing knockout. That no, is. not even knockout. You got everybody at one so, spot, and you just try to shoot. And oh, just, we you, rapid fire. You huh? rapid fire. You get everybody I, who's participating in that last spot is like an all-star one where you can put everybody out there just to see how much more money you can earn. I will say, end. I should have had Billy on my board of directors when I was when I was trying to uh, you know kind of think of this idea because even in the in the past like four hours he's brought up a really bunch of good ideas no, that we've already adopted Billy is uh Billy is underrated around so here. it's a free-for-all and you would have been and you know nominal fee uh, I could tell you that you know what I mean like to, to to be able to help and give you some ideas and stuff like that you, you two would be able to work that well, out the, pretty I'm easily. sure the foundation can find a way to Pay for your time. The foundation. Now it sounds like it's like uh, it's like uh, the Seinfeld episode yeah. with uh, Costanza when yeah. he's walking down the road in the Technicolor dream coat. Uh, yeah. I donate got my it from pay. the institute. Yeah. You can oh, good. Donate my pay. Good. Good. Donate good, my good. pay. There you go. Uh, so, uh, but but however, and for those of you on Twitch, you'll be able to uh, uh, you'll be able to see an artist's rendering of something coming up in uh, a little over twenty minutes. So twitch.tv slash Boston Weei follow Weei. On Twitch, a uh, couple of things. One of them Patriots related, and I, <laughs> you know, there is the uh, there's the part of me that's almost like today's smearing of Mac Jones is, and oh then boy. or fill in the blank or today's mention of a wide receiver is. This is from Teddy Bruschi. Quote. They need a receiver for Mac Jones. I say go get T. Higgins. Mac's going to get back on track with Billy O'Brien. Get him a receiver to do that. T. Higgins to New England. Make the deal, Bill. That is from Teddy Bruschi. T. Higgins. Here are the numbers for T. Higgins year to year. Okay. Okay. First year, 2020. He was a 21-year-old rookie. 67 catches, 908 yards, six touchdowns. Pretty good. Last year or two years ago, 74 catches, 1,091 yards, and six touchdowns. This past year, 74 catches, 1,029 yards, and seven touchdowns. Is that a number one? Better than what they would have here stat-wise, but does that scream number one receiver must trade a first-round pick to go get the guy, and then you turn around and you give him... 50 million guaranteed or whatever it would be given the rates of wide receivers these days. Yeah, so you, when you talk, when you throw in first round pick, you are really talking about a guy that comes in right away and you are pushing coverage his way. He is dictating terms. So you are I mean, he is just winning one-on-ones, he's winning two-on-ones. I mean, he is a game changer. If you're trading a first round pick, okay, um it seems a little steep to me it seems a little steep however i am all about this discussion i am all about usually i'm anti like let's go give me the uh the 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 speedy uh wide receiver that can take the top off the defense that whole that whole mentality where oh the you need a number one receiver or you're never going to go anywhere so you get the tyreek hills Who's special in his own in his own way? Sure, Steph Diggs. You know they who went from uh, Minnesota 
to uh, Buffalo. At this, I think it's time. I think it's time to make a bold move, Cotton. That's what I think it's time to do. I think it's time for bold the Patriots. Strategy, Cotton. Yep, and, but it's uh, it's time for them to. It's obvious that it works. It does. It, it Josh Allen became a different quarterback when Steph Diggs was on his team. Um, Jamar Chase is obviously one of a kind. He's more of a unicorn than any of these other receivers, but still, it makes a difference. I think with T. Higgins, is he Jamar Chase? No. Is he Steph Diggs? I mean, I don't know, but he's 6'4", he's 219. He's obviously showed that he can thrive without Jamar Chase because the first set of numbers as a rookie, he put up big numbers, and he can easily thrive uh, with the number, strong number one. The guy's a good player. Will he make the difference with no, this offense? That's ideal. Will he make ultimately? But I, I would also say, what's the alternative? How good do you want to be? Do you want to waste? I think sometimes you just you kind of have to make a bold move, and you have to chance it, and you have to believe in the guy and the upside of this guy. We have no idea if this guy. Maybe this guy turns into a thousand yard receiver. Uh, you know, with uh, you know, 85, 90 catches. You know, eight touchdowns. He's tall. He's strong. He's going. He's perfect as far as his years go. You already have enough evidence to know what he can do. Mm-hmm. Now, how can I change it to make it even better? Well, here's what I wonder about T. Higgins, and I know people aren't going to like this because every wide receiver in the NFL, according to Patriot fans, are just better than the people that you got, and you should flush the whole group of them down there and just rebuild and draft and start over and da 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 da. But you know what those T. Higgins numbers reminded me of? Brandon Cooks, totally Numbers, different player. Different player. Totally, I, totally. I, I, I don't disagree in terms of their size and strength and all that stuff. But when I look at the production, they're very similar. And when you look at what they did with Brandon Cooks when they got him in, they did give up a first-round pick. But what do they do? They, they went and recouped that thing. That's the hook with T. Higgins. He's going into the final year of his contract this year, making about two point. Let's just say he's making three million bucks in terms of money. Then it is unrestricted free agency. That's where I wonder if Bill Belichick would look at the whole, you know, cost evaluation analysis and da da da, and say, "Oh yeah, for one year." And then eh, maybe we'll sign and maybe we won't. Sure, we'll just give up the 14th overall pick. I don't think they're going to do that unless they've already identified that this guy is signable. And doesn't that become the problem? You're not going to give up high-level compensation for a guy who might only be here for one year. Because I would ask you this. If T. Higgins came in and put up even give him a little uptick. Okay, go 75 catches for 1,100 yards. Is Bill Belichick going to look at that and say, well, I got to give that guy $80 million? Well, I would I, I would add to that, uh, give me context to those catches. Uh, you're 11 and 6, and you make it to the divisional round. And he's driving your offense. But he's played well. Yeah. But, but that's the thing. When I think about Bill Belichick and some of the moves they've made, that Brandon Cooks one stands out. And you know what? Let me let me see if I can pull up the numbers that Brandon Cooks put well, he, up. He, and was again, thousand yard, he was a thousand yard receiver. Sure. Okay. I know that for a fact. And even when he left and went to the Rams, he was he was like a thousand yard receiver four right. years in a row. But that's the thing. I don't think Bill Belichick is necessarily against paying a special player 
Now, there are those who think that Tyreek Hill is special and things like that, and that's where I quibble with some people. I don't think, like, look, Bill Belichick paid going rate at the time for Randy Moss. He didn't do it on Brandon Cooks. They didn't do it on Brandon LaFell. They didn't do it on other guys. The numbers can tell you one thing. I think they look at it way past the numbers, and that's where I just wonder, okay, T. Higgins is good, but you're going to put him here to be the straw that stirs the drink. Is he so good that he's still going to put up 1,200 yards and help make others better? But I know, I know, but there's something for, so we're speculating now. And if you were, if, if T. Higgins was a stock and he became a Patriot, don't you think, I think his value would rise. I think his uh, his recognition, his reputation, I think the importance of him. I, I think the days of getting subpar guys and hoping that they fit, I don't think this is the offense for that. You do need a higher end. Not, not explosive is, you know, in the, the way most people think about it, but you do need a pole position wide receiver. Okay. He sets, well, he sets the defense. They they roll to him. They they put their best corner on him, and then you kind of deal with the other role players. Like the the I don't think that their receivers are bad, but nobody's elite. Nobody's okay. like special. What makes this guy special? I think T Higgins can be special. Now he's still got another year on his deal, and he he will end up getting paid. He will be somebody's number one wide receiver. I don't. And there's a good with chance. That. That he will thrive as a number one. But let me ask you this. If T. Higgins were a free agent heading into this group right now, do you think New England would be sitting there and going, boy, we got to give him four years and $80 million. Here's the other thing. To add to that, that's the price of doing business in the NFL. And I think Bill so Belichick think, would look I to think do it every, a little differently. I, I think you need to stop thinking in this bargain basement, I have Tom Brady, I can... I can wait and I can hang out and get a subpar guy or get a role player and that guy who was good will be great or this guy that was used up and washed up and and was on three different teams will come to the Patriots and then he'll give you everything. He'll be significant. He'll be productive. Those days are over. You don't have a high-end guy. Like, you're going to win games with scheme, with uh, attitude, with uh, you know, like uh, ball security, like being smart, not be putting yourself the, all those things. Mm-hmm. You're not going to run anybody over. You're not going to just bulldoze people. You're not the Bills. You're not. Your damn sure ain't the Cincinnati Bengals, and you're not the Chiefs. Those guys have significant high end talent, and they are born to run and to put up points. And then when it's crunch time, they go to one guy, and that guy gets the ball. And everybody knows he's getting it. My issue is when I look at some guys across the league who we would scoff at numbers-wise, and again, I'll use Brandon Cooks as another example. This year, the numbers were down, but the year before, 90 catches, 1,037 yards, and six touchdowns. Cooks in 2020, the year before that, 81 catches, 100 uh, or 1,150 yards, and six touchdowns. There are dudes that put up numbers, and then there are dudes that are special. I, know, but, I don't but, know if I know, we can look the, at T. Higgins he, yet and say okay, he's fine. special. Okay, here's the thing that drives me crazy. People put up, you say four years, 80 millions. That's the going rate for a good wide receiver in Very the NFL. So, yeah. I'm sorry. You Look what you just spent a couple years ago. Did any of those guys work out? No. Like, none of them worked out. You spent all that money. But you're also not committed long-term to someone that might be a turd. Four or, years? Four uh, years, no, but, the guys, he's 24 years old. No, but what I'm saying is that of the guys that you mentioned, like Aguilar, okay, 
That was a $20 million mistake, and you were rid of him in two years. You bring in someone like this, if you're going $80 million on a contract, let's just say half is guaranteed. You're not getting out of that as easily as you did these other mess-ups. No, I, I would say, I guess my overall point is the overall philosophy needs to change based on the roster and, more importantly, the guy that you have quarterback. Listen, Bill O'Brien is a great addition. Everything's going to be better. Yes. But do you want to be good and can just you just want to get compete and get that, you know, get that last playoff spot or do you really want to be a threat? Because if you want to be a threat, you, you need more firepower. And I usually am never a firepower guy. Well, no, I didn't you even said up. the number one need is offensive line and yeah. if I'm doing something with that 14th pick, man, oh man. I know, like, but if I'm you but if about you, going there first, you, you can win both ways. I mean, you can get a free agent tackle, but the the one the thing with T Higgins that he's he's you got to trade for him that I think that comp, complicates things a little bit more. If he was a free agent, I think you would give him four and eighty, but I don't I don't think you would give him four and eighty and also have to give him a draft pick, a number one, and then probably a number two, and then some sort of conditional pick. Well, I don't think the they do that. Yeah, there. That's that, why that deal doesn't make sense to me. But I, the philosophy needs to be go get you an offensive version of Stephon Gilmore. Go do that. Stop stop dedicating all these resources to the defensive side of the ball. Dedicate and identify as somebody who is not just a passing through guy. Find a guy that can be a red jacket guy. How about that? Find a guy that is not just a, a bridge to something else. Aguilar is a bridge. Bourne is a bridge. Uh, John U. Smith is a bridge. Henry could be here another five years at a lesser role. I think he's a keeper. I don't know if he's a red jacket guy, but he could. he's one of those guys that seems to be he does everything right. He's smart. He's tough. He doesn't get hurt anymore. Jonu Smith is like, ah, kind of a gimmicky item to me. Here's the other flaw in going to get T. Higgins, and that is your, you have to bowl Cincinnati over. You have to overpay to get him. Yeah. Because why would Cincinnati trade that guy making $3 million bucks? Yeah, I mean, like you're right. Look that's at it that's in why the, the deal, the, the numbers don't make sense in a way for me. You're right. You're going you're gonna to you're gonna have to wow him. You have yeah. to just unbelievably overpay for him. Because if I could trade a two, that's the forty seventh pick overall. I know it's less than where they drafted T. Higgins. He was like first pick of the second round, I think. But if you're Cincinnati, you wouldn't. Honestly, I don't even know if a one would move them. Even the fourteenth pick, one, I think a one would move them absolutely. Yeah, well, because know. you know, you know why? Because they have what you wish you had and you used to have. Like they have a a transitional, probably the next Jerry Rice at wide receiver. The guy is absurdly good, right? And they have Joe Burrow. Those guys are going to be linked forever. Like he's John Taylor from the San Francisco Forty ers okay. That's who he is. Jerry Rice, John Taylor. Listen, he's going to compliment Jerry Rice. He's going to get a lot of touches, um, and he's going to feast like crazy because listen, you cover him one on one, he's going to kill you. He's that good. But I would say like they don't need T Higgins to be great. They, they can put a bunch of guys over there because they're going to have so many other people worried about just Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow will take a Chris Hogan and turn him into a significant role player. Well, and that's the thing is that does Bill O'Brien still look at some of the wide receiver position that way? Hey, if you give me a B-level guy who can get, and again, I, I, I keep using Brandon Cooks as the example because Bill O'Brien actually, you know, was yeah. a part of bringing that guy in there, I do believe. Um, does he look at that and say, just give me somebody who can catch 70 and give me 1,100 yards and I'll make the rest work. And by the way, we have something up at WEI.com on uh, 
possible cuts. And I do believe I read the headline, and it said Hunter Henry could end up being a cap casualty. I, I don't think don't so. Think so. I don't. I, you can imagine they one. would have they would have nobody at no. the position. Then they would zero. You're not going back. Not the way they that. do things. And you're not going to leave the the tight end room to Jonu Smith with some young guy that you draft in the second round. Also, who is arguably Max? Other than Damian Hunter Harris, Henry. it's Hunter Henry, right? You're not. You're not splitting those two up. You're not going down that road. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The queue is loaded. We'll get to you next. Wei Wei New England Sports Original. Gresh and Fourier on Wei. Slid into some football here, 617-779-7937, and we only touched on Teddy Bruschi now jumping in on, uh, hey, go get T. Higgins. Eh, there's some concern there. The guys, guy looks like he could play, no question. John in Rhode Island, aggression Fourier. Go ahead, John. Hey, guys, you know I'm going to call when you're talking about receivers. So, Uh-oh. listen, listen, we could talk about, we, I could bring up the point that A.J. Brown got traded, the Eagles were a playoff team. Tyreek Hill got traded. The Dolphins were a playoff team. Stephon Diggs got traded a couple years ago. Made the Bills a playoff team. Let's, let me ask you this, Gresh. Let's say that the Patriots were to, were to target a receiver. Do you trust Belichick in drafting a receiver with one or trading for one? Uh, you know, I, I, I would honestly, John, I would trust much more of the free agent or the in the league evaluation than I would looking at, at college. Although Bill well, O'Brien, I, although I, j- just quickly, John, Bill O'Brien I, I, might change that chemistry a little bit, considering he has been embedded in college football for a couple of years. Yeah. So I agree with you. The free agent, Gresh, you just said, would Belichick go after T Higgins for four for 80 if he was the head of the free agent group? No. Uh, yeah, he would. No. <laughs> Who's, who are the receiver? Who, who are the receivers uh, right now? Alan Lazard, uh, uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, McCole Hardman. No one's worth that, you know. So yeah, I think T Higgins, if he were a free agent, four years at eighty million. Yeah, I, it's someone to grow with Mac. Again, they gave these receivers to these quarterbacks to prove it. The Dolphins were still a playoff team. They had two or Skylar Thompson, mainly because of Tyreek Hill. You know, the, the, the Dolphins the got better the, again. And John, like the Dolphins got better by a game. The Bills went and got Diggs. And while Diggs and Allen are awesome, they have hit the, the glass ceiling in terms of now they've got to go add more weaponry. You know, you, like you mentioned, Ty, guess guess what the Kansas City Chiefs did? They let go of the great Tyree Kill and won the effing Super Bowl. When this guy's supposed to be the bee's knees, you're talking about him going to Miami and they got better by a game. The team that let him go still won a world championship. So if you just type in or forget about the trade, because I, I do think the overall philosophy need to, needs to change. Again, the, the, the top free agent wide receivers, we've gone over them. Uh, this, I just pulled this up from, uh, what is it, from uh, a pro football focus. Number one free agent uh, wide receiver, Jacoby Myers. Uh, number two, Juju Smith-Schuster. And then uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is number three. You know what it is? Here, Michael Thomas for the Saints. He, here's what gets me about this discussion. 
when it was the Rams selling out for everyone, oh, my God, that's the way you got to do it. Oh, 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 Kansas City let that guy go and still won. Well, we'll just forget that happened this year. Because I, I sat here last year and heard all about, you got to go all in, got to go all in, got to do this, got to do that. Team that won the flipping Super Bowl signed Juju Smith-Schuster, drafted a guy in the seventh round from Rutgers, let go supposedly the new wide receiver Jesus in cleats. He went to a team and improved them a game, and then the other team still won the Super Bowl. Like, that's for everybody who was all in on, well, the Rams did it won the Super Bowl, so everybody should do it. Well, Kansas City let one of their best, maybe their best offensive player outside of Mahomes go, and they still won it. So what are we picking here? See, I, but I still think there, there are situations that are specially and unique, and Kansas City is a superconductor. That's a special situation. It'll be that way. They're basically you, the Patriots. You, don't, you can let go of whoever the hell you want. Your offense is so potent. Your quarterback is so unbelievable. that the, the coach that is calling the plays is so special and just so just riddled with information and situations in his head. Like It doesn't matter who you get. Like That's going to be like that for the next eight years. But that team, Cincinnati will be the same. We'll see what happens with uh, San Diego. They need a new coach. Um, that's not any of these other teams. I actually believe competent offense – Good structure, good philosophy. You better get some good players. How come the best receiver in football is Justin Jefferson, and the guy can't sniff a Super Bowl? Again, I, I don't. I don't think a wide receiver automatically gets you to a Super Bowl. We're talking about running an efficient offense, running a productive offense, being dangerous in the red zone when you're dead freaking last, mm-hmm. being able to move the chains. Like that, to me, there's more that goes into winning a Super Bowl than just. a a freaking wide receiver. I completely agree, but that's what this has turned into. Oh, well, if you just get the wide receiver, no. it opens up Buffalo everything. Buffalo still no. can't do it. Again, but, lots of teams oh, can't no, do but it. they went and got Steph Diggs, so you know what? Everybody should shut up. They went and got Steph Diggs. He went and put up all these numbers, and Buffalo's supposed to be great. So, the, like, that's the part that gets me to your point, and that's why I'm kind of being a little dramatic about this because it's now gotten to the point of, well, if you don't have wide receiver, you can't win. They say that all the time. It, it, to me, it's it's total bull. And then Miami should have won the Super Bowl. No. With re- regardless how of did, who was the quarterback. How did Philly lose a Super Bowl with two wide receivers that are supposedly another one of these guys that are fitted for the long gown and Birkenstocks because they can walk on water? Two great, not one, two. Well, I will say, even if you if you really want to dig Super deeper, they, I mean those those receivers gave them every did everything they could do to help them win the Super Bowl. The problem was you're dealing with the psycho on the other side who was just as good, just as dangerous with 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 not better weapons. He had the tight ends, obviously, but right. you would say that hey, the Philly Philly had better offensive weapons. Just a you know, just line them up and everything's equal. But in the the Chiefs system, everybody's more dangerous. Everybody's more dangerous. The wide receiver discussions end up going both ways. It really comes down to what do you believe as an organization? And that's why I really wonder how Bill will attack this. Corey in Fall River with Gresham Fourier. How you doing? Gresh, you got to think of it this way. Pat Mahomes is a different breed. He can make these number twos and threes. Look at Jalen Hurts. Who was Jalen Hurts before they got A.J. Brown? Brock Purdy is an average quarterback with a great system and a number one receiver. 
You need a number one receiver. This isn't the early 2000s anymore, Gresh. You need big chunk plays. You need then. Uh, how come then? Then then how come uh, Minnesota hasn't broken through? How come Buffalo with a great number one receiver they have not broken through? How Gresh, come how did there- Josh Allen look? How did Josh Allen look before? Steph Diggs got Yeah, and, and how did Josh Allen look also when he had his competent offensive coordinator and it was also year three of Josh Allen when he got him when Josh Allen sucked for two years and everybody says, well, it's because of Diggs. It's because Allen is kind of a unicorn unto himself. He's a little bit of a different guy. And if everybody's going to say, well, take into Pat Mahomes, well, supposedly this guy's the bee's knees because he got a wide receiver. And I know I used it twice, Texter, because I can't cuss. But seriously, like, I think these wide receiver discussions, wasn't it, was it DJ Chark or something like that? Well, the Lions got the nine wins, so, oh, my God, it must have been the wide receiver that did it. Like, there, I, I highlighted it before. The top six guys, I think it was, in catches in the NFL didn't even make a conference championship game. So are we overvaluing this relative to the whole sexiness of having the guy that you think can come in and be the superstar? Or are we building functional football teams that we think have the ability to win? Because you can argue it circularly all day long. There are, there are supposed... Elite players. If Justin Jefferson were a free agent, he'd get more money in Tyreek Hill. Is it a guarantee that if he goes to a team, they're automatically going to win at a higher level? Because to me, if the wide receivers are everything, as everybody wants to say now in the NFL, then all these guys eventually should get to a Super Bowl, right? Or we're all just fondling ourselves because it's something that we don't have here. And that's the instant reaction. No, I, I've never... I've never that was never the way I thought about it, but I do think that the Patriots, specifically to the Patriots, how they conducted business, what their uh, what their philosophy was mm-hmm. on talent and spending money, they would only do it for a few guys, like the Adelis Thomases of the world. All the other guys, like give me a over the twenty three years. So sorry, just with the Brady era. <laughs> The highest, most impactful free agent that they signed, the only guy that I can remember was Adelius Thomas. Free agent. Not a trade. Because, right, highest dollar was technically a trade. Uh-huh. That's that's the only guy I can think of that, hey, you, quote, unquote, backed the Brinks truck up. That's what you said about him. And how long did he last? Two and a half, three years, something like that? Didn't get along, was great his first year, or then like had issues with Bill, showed up late one day during a snowstorm. That's not really how they do business. The other guy is Gilmore. What about Revis? Well, Revis, that was that was different too. That was a one year deal and they shot yeah. that's it where they it. that's where they broke their own philosophy in giving a guy a two year deal where the second year of it was clearly a dummy. Yes. A dummy. They year. just needed to lock him up and they whatever. needed to figure Keep out that how value to do the cap high. accounting. Right. So to me, that's just not the way they do business. Like they will over if they overpay for somebody, that guy is super special. And they honestly believe it's like Lawrence Taylor reincarnated. 617-779-7937. We do we're rolling on some football here. We'll keep going with this because I don't know what the hell Lamar Jackson is thinking. We'll get into that. Some other football stuff. Continue talking some Patriots and we'll slide in some Bruins as well. Final hour next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.